Welcome to the Miller Oddcast, a brand new podcast from the Missouri Review. For over 40 years now, TMR has been discovering and publishing the best contemporary writing in fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. Our quarterly magazine appears in print, digital, and audio formats. Learn more at MissouriReview.com. Hello, and welcome to the Miller Oddcast number three. This time, we feature Karina McGlynn's submission in the humor category, my third 9 a.m. appointment with the university's writer-in-residence. Karina McGlynn is a writer, educator, and collagist living in Memphis, Tennessee. She is the author of I Have to Go Back to 1994 and Kill a Girl from Sarah Band in 2009 and A House from Sarah Band in 2017, which was a New York Times editor's choice. She earned an MFA in poetry from the University of Michigan and a PhD in creative writing and English literature from the University of Houston. Recent honors include a Diane Middlebrook Poetry Fellowship at the University of Wisconsin Institute for Creative Writing, a visiting professorship at Oberlin College, the 2020 Rumi Prize in Poetry from Arts and Letters, and the 2020 Florida Review Editors Award in Fiction. She's currently working on a book about Kate Bush and co-editing the anthology Clever Girl, Witty Poetry by Women. Find her at www.karina.io or on Instagram and Twitter at Karina McGlynn. Those links will be up in the podcast notes. At first glance, the title of this piece, My Third 9 a.m. Appointment with the University's Writer-in-Residence, might seem a little inside baseball, or po-biz as the case may be, to the general listener. But it's clear very early into listening to the piece that the character of the speaker is familiar in just about every walk of life. A narcissistic blowhard, name-dropping well past the point of absurdity, barely tethered to reality, romanticizes his journey, and I think you heard the air quotes there, to end his writer's block. McGlynn's dynamic ear and comic timing capture the shallow spirit of such a speaker, no small feat, and the music she makes of a voice in love with itself very nearly brings this writer in residence to the point of pathos, except that his utter obliviousness to anyone not himself and not interested in supporting his romantic self-regard suggests clearly the damage he's capable of doing other people. I could say more, but now's the time to get out of the way and hear Karina McGlynn bring this doofus to life. My third 9 a.m. appointment with the university's writer-in-residence. A few years back, he says, I was badly blocked. I couldn't write a goddamn thing to save my life. So Alan calls me up, Alan Ginsberg, that is, good friend of mine, great poet, great poet. And he says, Michael, what you need is to get out into nature. Lose yourself there. Get naked in it. And I said, okay, Alan. I'll do that. Donald was always telling me you had to humor the man sometimes. Donald Hall, that is, good friend of mine, great poet. So I went to this isolated cabin in Big Sur that Alan had stayed at with Lawrence and Denise, uh, Ferlinghetti and Levertov, that is, good friends of mine, great poets, good friends of mine. Denise once spent the summer at my house, and I'm sure there was something between us, but I was married at the time, and she was older and converting to Catholicism, and we were joking around one night, and she said she thought I was too short, and <laughs> that was really funny, and I don't know, the timing was just fucked up, but... Great poet. 
great poet. I ended up publishing a limited edition chapbook by her that's selling on eBay now for $537. So, you know, here, read it. I just happen to have it with me. Give it back when you're done, though. You can't keep that. And Lawrence, too. You know, what a decent human being, Mr. Coney Island of the Mind, Mr. My Dog Pete on a Policeman's Leg. I mean, how countercultural can one guy get, always dancing around like, Hi, I'm Lawrence Ferlinghetti, and I started City Lights Bookstore. Woo, woo, woo. Hi, I'm Lawrence fucking fuckhead Ferlinghetti. Come on, Denise. You don't really want to stay with this guy, do you? He's too short, and he's always walking out with a boner for you in his stupid pleated pants. Anyway, I went to the cabin and all I brought with me was a notebook, a pen, and a collection of erotic verse by the ancient Chinese poet Li Po. Good friend of my great poet. And I wandered the wilderness for days until I came to a clearing in the first heat of morning with the fog quickly dissipating and it was so goddamn beautiful I just had to take off all my clothes. And I wandered nude through the virgin field and was moved to recite part of a poem by Adrian Rich, good friend of mine, great poet, great poet. When to her lute Corina sings, neither words nor music are her own, only the long hair dripping down her cheek, only the song of a silken negligee on her thigh, poised, trembling, and unsatisfied, dew dripping from your secret inner vault, the ruddy mountains of your breasts melting under my touch. Open, sweet lotus, open for me! Well, I'm paraphrasing now. Anyway, when I had finished reciting the poem, I stopped, and I looked down, and lying at my feet, was a steer's skull. And I picked it up, and the heft felt good in my palm, and it was bleached by the sun and warm to the touch, and that was the moment I tasted my first skull. You can't know what it's like, the life that surges through you, Miss McGlynn, when you put your tongue to a bone, but I'll tell you this, my writer's block, gone. And when I told Alan about it, Ginsburg, that is, good friend of my great poet. He said, Yup, that happened to me too, Michael. That happened to me too. So, uh, Miss McGlynn, you wanted to see me about something? Thanks for being here with us, lashed to the masts on the Miller Oddcast number three. As the siren hilarity of Karina McGlynn's my third 9 a.m. appointment with the university's writer-in-residence called to us. Gratitude to Karina McGlynn for allowing us to showcase her work. It's an honor. We like honor. There should be more of it. Remember, submissions are open now for the 2021 Miller Audio Prize. Learn all about it at our website. Check out McGlynn's books at the Saraband website, or her own website, or, you know what? Just ask the internet how you can support Karina McGlynn, and I'm sure it will tell you. Stay tuned for Miller Oddcast number four on its way soon. Thanks also to the Missouri Review contest editor, Bailey Boyd, and to Patricia Miller for her generous support of the Miller Audio Prize and to our interns. Finally, 
TMR is open for submissions year-round, and we remain dedicated to discovering and publishing the best contemporary writing in fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. Be heard. Give us the opportunity to discover you. Subscribe or submit your work today. Learn more at MissouriReview.com.